Hey friend, are you struggling to find consistent paid speaking gigs? Do you want to know the exact six steps that you can take to find and book more paid speaking opportunities in 2024? Well, we want to make that easy for you. We've created a new free resource with the help of Dan Irvin, one of our highly successful speakers on our team. Dan has booked over $100,000 in paid speaking gigs in the last few years, and his six-step process is going to help you maximize your chances of getting booked and paid to speak in any industry. You're going to learn how to get started prospecting, master discovery calls, and proposal emails and so much more. All you got to do is go to thespeakerlab.com slash steps and we're going to send you this 18-page guide straight to your inbox. Again, that is thespeakerlab.com slash steps and you're going to get that free guide. Hey, thanks for listening. You're awesome. What is up, my friend? Welcome back to the Speaker Lab Podcast. My name is Grant Baldwin. Good to have you here with us today. We are on episode 52 of the podcast. And yeah, we are cruising towards wrapping up this month, the month of April. As you may know, we've been doing 30 episodes in 30 days. That's a lot of episodes. and uh, But we've had a lot of fun with it and uh, heard great results and great feedback from people who are listening to the show, loving the show, downloading the episodes. Hey, if you haven't already, why aren't you subscribing to the podcast? Subscribe to the podcast. In fact, do me a favor. Do me one more here. If you could, uh, if you, you know someone who's interested in speaking, they need this, like just go tell them about it. Like, dude, hey, you need to go subscribe to the show. You need to listen to this show. So share the love with other people, my friends. All right. So today we're going to do another listener question. This is actually a question that came from our Facebook group. So this is one that we, we get from time to time. In fact, if you want to check out, we have a, a free Facebook group that you can check out over at thespeakerlabgroup.com. Again, that is thespeakerlabgroup.com. It's totally free Facebook group there that you can feel free to to check out. But the nutshell of the question is about using like third-party sites to find bookings. You know, so there's a couple of these that exist on the interwebs. And so we'll talk a little bit about that into today's question. So let's get into it. All right, we got another good question today that comes from uh, our Booked and Paid to Speak private Facebook community. This is where uh, our Booked and Paid to Speak members are at. They submit questions all the time, have great discussions happening there. If you're not already part of Booked and Paid to Speak, you definitely want to check it out. It's a great course, great course, training course, 26 video lessons walking you through systematically what you need to know to build your speaking business, how to find and book speaking engagement. So in that private Facebook group, we have discussions there all the time about different topics related to speaking and the speaking business and industry. This is a good one that came in that we will be discussing today. A couple of people had asked about this recently, but the nutshell was basically they were asking, you know, is it worth it to be using a third-party service like Gig Salad or Speaker Match for finding bookings? All right. So basically the, the, the nutshell is there, there's a few of these different sites that are out there that kind of act almost as middlemen. So let's imagine this. Let's imagine that I was hosting an event in my area and I'm looking for a speaker, but I don't I don't have much of a budget. All right. Maybe just a few hundred bucks or maybe even I'm just looking for a free speaker. So if I'm hosting an event, how would I go about finding a speaker? All right. Let's think this through. Well, I could, I could ask around, see if anyone knows anyone. I could do a Google search to see what I could find. Or I might just use a third-party service, list what I'm looking for, list what my budget is, and see what speakers might inquire about this. And so it would generally be free for me as the host to list my event and what it is that I'm looking for. And so at that point, then the site would have a collection of different people looking for speakers for their events. So then on the other side, on the other end, 
And this third-party site, uh, this kind of this middleman site, would probably charge you know speakers X amount per month to have access to the different listings. So you could pay, you know, uh, I don't know, X amount per month, and you could go through. You could see the different opportunities. You could you could reach out to me as the event host uh, and possibly get hired to speak at my event. So it's, it's kind of in some ways it's almost like a dating service or or even like Craigslist really, as you're basically you're connecting speakers with people who are looking for speakers. So that's the nutshell of what some of these services are. Now, the question was, are they worth it? Well, let me first, let me give you a caveat uh, that I've never used one. So I can't say for sure from my own personal experience, whether or not they're any good. Now, I know a few people who have tried them, so I can share with you some, some things that I've heard from them as well, just some of my other, uh, my own observations kind of from the outside looking in. But uh, I think the biggest upside here for, for the service they provide is that they do have listings for potential gigs, which is is definitely one of the biggest challenges for new speakers is and, and, and existing speakers is just finding actual opportunities. So, I mean, that's a good thing. I'm, I'm looking, I'm a speaker. I want to get started. I know what I want to speak about. I know who I want to speak to. I'm just having trouble finding actual opportunities. But if I can go to a site like one of these and I can find like, you know, listings of actual events looking for actual speakers and I can see what their budgets are. I can see who the contacts are. I can see all that stuff that may be really, really valuable. So, I mean, from that standpoint, it's really a good thing to be able to have kind of a central location where I can find some of these types of bookings. Now, in just scanning over the the sites and the services that offer something like this, let me give you a couple of concerns that come to mind. Okay, just a couple of red flags that were raised in my own mind. Number one was this, is it seems like most of the gigs that were listed are either going to be generally like lower priced or free gigs. So lower priced or free gigs. I saw on one particular site, they say that 60% of their listings for events pay speakers under $500. Now, that stat was for free and under $500. So my guess is that a high majority of the of the gigs that were listed on the site are free and they just don't pay anything. Now, we talked about whether or not you should do free gigs back in episode 49, just a couple episodes ago. So definitely go check that out. But one of the concerns here is that if it's just a lot of free gigs or really low price gigs or low fee gigs, which again, it's fine to do some of these, but it's also, it's really hard to build a business that way. You know, if you're just doing $500 gigs, you got to do a lot of $500 gigs, not to mention, you know, some of these may not include travel. They may not cover anything else. So it may be, you know, $500, but uh, you also got to cover your, you know, your flight and your, your meals to get there. Or even if it was drivable, let's say it's just a couple hour drive, you may have to cover hotel or meals or gas. And so it starts to eat into that 500 bucks. And it may all of a sudden mean that you're, you know, you're breaking even or you're just making, you know, a hundred or a couple hundred bucks. So certainly I've done my fair share of uh, $500 gigs and free gigs, but so it's okay to do some of those. But again, long-term, it's hard to build a business based off of these. So that's one concern with these types of sites. The other concern, I think this is the bigger concern, is it creates a lot of competition, a lot of competition. This is really, again, this is kind of the, the bigger concern for me. It's just the volume of competition on the site for each possible event. I mean, just think about the laws of supply and demand. If one of these sites had, let's say, let's say one of these sites had 50 new event listings each month, right? And I don't, again, these are just totally made up numbers. I don't know how many events they have listed versus how many speakers are actually reviewing these. But let's just say for just for round numbers and math, 
Let's say that one of the sites had 50 new events listed each month and they had 100 speakers reviewing these listings. Well, if that's the case, your odds are pretty good at getting one or more bookings from this. But let's say there are 50 new events listed and there are 500 speakers or even 1,000 speakers on the site. All of a sudden, your odds drop considerably. It reminds me a lot. It's very similar to uh, high school students who are looking for scholarships. There are huge, huge scholarship search engines out there that have thousands of potential scholarship listings, which if I'm a college-bound student and I'm looking for free money and there's a site with thousands of scholarship listings, that's a good thing. But if there are millions of students looking through those thousands of scholarship listings, all of a sudden my odds drop dramatically. Why? Because there's just way more people applying for scholarships than there are actual scholarships available. And so I think, again, outside looking in, I think that would be one of the bigger challenges with these sites is you would just have massive competition. Plus, not, not to mention that just like scholarships, the majority of speaking opportunities listed may not even apply to you. Meaning like if I'm a male who speaks primarily to doctors about becoming better leaders, but none of the listings are looking for that or anything related to that, there may not be much that I would be a good fit for. So this is why within the, the speaker lab and within our book to pay to speak training course and community, we want to teach you how to find and book engagements for yourself. It's kind of like that old analogy of we can teach you to go to a restaurant and buy a fish, but I would prefer to teach you how to fish yourself. So you know how to build your own business and you're not dependent on just going to a restaurant to get a fish. It's the same thing that we talk about with speaker bureaus and agents. We talked about agents back in episode 46. So definitely go back and check that one out. And then we talked about speaker bureaus back in episode 24. So episode 24 and episode 46. And so this is kind of similar to that of just not, there's nothing wrong with these, but not being dependent on them to build your business in that way. So again, I, you know, am I saying that these third-party sites are bad or not worth it? No, 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 not at all. I mean, I think it's safe to say that your mileage may vary, so they may be worth checking out, but I wouldn't have huge expectations that all of a sudden by hooking up or joining one of these third-party sites that all of a sudden your business is going to suddenly explode from that. I just I just don't think that would be the case. So if you're going into it with the right expectation, you try it for a couple months, figure out what your results might be, it may totally be worth checking out, but I would definitely, definitely, definitely just kind of temper your expectations there. So great question. All right, there you go. Hope you enjoyed that. Hope that was uh, helpful to you. I hope that was beneficial to you. Hey, again, if you do have a question, be sure and go to thespeakerlab.com and uh, go to the Ask Grant tab. That way you can leave us your uh, question, preferably a voicemail question. We'd love to hear your soothing, sexy voice on the show. Or you can leave us a text question that works as well. But we'd love to have you be a part of an upcoming episode. So again, I, I don't like to just hear myself ramble. I want to I wanna hear from you. What are the things that you have questions on? What are the areas of your speaking business that you're stuck that you need some help with? So definitely, definitely definitely, definitely let us know by going over to thespeakerlab.com. Hey, also, I mentioned to you that the uh, this particular question came from the Facebook group that we have available. There's well over 4,000 speakers in that. So you can definitely check that out if you'd like. You can go to thespeakerlabgroup.com. Again, that is thespeakerlabgroup.com. Definitely check that out. All right, my friends, that wraps up episode 52. And uh, we will catch you tomorrow. You're awesome.